Hello, everyone. Before we get started, make sure you check out last week's episode with Patricia Klahar from Hands-On Entrepreneurship for Kids. We chat about, is your child a entrepreneur? So check that out. And after you're done listening to that, be sure to subscribe, download, rate, and review. It helps us get the word out about the podcast. And also be sure to hit the link in the show notes to join our growing Facebook community just for parents like you, guiding parents with kidpreneurs, supporting you while giving you the tools and resources along your family's entrepreneur journey. Don't forget, this episode is supported by the One Funnel Away Challenge, growing your presence and business online with marketing strategies, sales, and access to experts in the field. So hurry, registration ends January 10th to take that 30-day challenge. You can do this with your children. It's great fun to do it together and learn together. They'll probably teach you some things on the computer. Click on the link below in the show notes for more information. It truly is the reason why I'm where I am today with online marketing and sales and just being a presence online. It has been the best $100 I've ever spent. And I, it is so worth it. It should be thousands of dollars. So for $100, you can take this 30-day marketing class that is opened your eyes to a different mindset of marketing and online business. So go check that out in the show notes. Now let's get started with this week's episode. As moms, we will do anything for our kids. Well, almost anything. Is your child an aspiring entrepreneur or do they already have a business and just don't know how to gain traction, momentum, and sales? For the last nine years, I've been guiding my daughter in running and scaling her online baking business. Find out the scoop as we hear from other mom bosses and learn how their kidpreneurs are successfully making five and six figures dominating their markets. What do they know that you don't? Tune in every week while these mom managers spill the tea. Well, lemonade, helping you through the ins and outs of business so you too can guide your kidpreneur to pursue their dreams, build confidence, and their bank account along the way. Join the ranks of this elite mom boss tribe. I am your host, Katrina Wilson, and you are listening to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Hello, everyone. So excited to be back. We have our top four. Is it top four, Monica, ranking? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. 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 So the top four ranking podcast host, Monica Tanner. She is the host of The Brighter Side. It is a marriage for entrepreneurs podcast. She is a wife, a mama of four kids, uh, and a relationship and intimate intimacy expert who understands what it's like to want it all. Monica, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So fun the first time and I'm super excited to be here again. Yay. Okay. Why don't you, so if, if my guests haven't listened to your uh, podcast, which you should head back and, and listen to her podcast in the beginning that I uh, interviewed her on, why don't you take a couple minutes and tell us a little bit about you, your family, how you jumped into podcasting, like what's your journey been? Yeah. So, uh, I feel like I've always been obsessed 
from a very young age with two really important questions. The first being what makes a marriage strong and lasting? And I assume that came from my parents' divorce when I was 12. It just kind of, you know, changed the trajectory of my life. And so at a very young age, I've always been very observant of marriages and like what makes a marriage strong and lasting and also success. Like I, one of my kind of coping me mechanisms at that young age was to just be really good at everything. And then people would like me, right? My stepmom and like all of these other people in my life that I was trying to, you know, um, stay in good graces with my coping mechanism was to just be really good at stuff. And like, I just worked really, really hard at everything. Right. And so at a certain point in my life that stopped working, I couldn't be like really, really good at yeah. all the things because, you know, my, we, I ran a business with my husband and we had a bunch of kids and my house was always a mess. And like, it was like, all of a sudden I couldn't be the best at all of the things. It was just too much. And so my new question was like, what does it mean to be successful? Like, what does it mean to be good at something? And so I think like the, those two questions kind of culminated in what I do now, which is I study marriages and I study successful entrepreneurs and I put together skills and strategies and frameworks that create uh, strong marriages, supportive families, and successful businesses. So um, I started podcasting about three years ago. And if you listen to my older podcast episodes, there really is that vein of it. You can hear me asking a lot of questions about marriage and success and and business and happiness and those types of things. Um, but I recently relaunched uh, and rebranded the podcast and it literally is marriage for entrepreneurs. And I explore marriages of, of entrepreneur, successful entrepreneurs and what they've learned in their journey of making their marriage work and making their business business successful. So um, I, I am obsessed with those two subjects and I have really enjoyed coaching and teaching in these areas. That's awesome. I love, I love that, that. I love your journey. So as a busy mom of four, um, how old is your oldest and how old is your youngest? So my oldest is 17 and my youngest is eight. They are both boys. And then I have two girls in the middle, 14 and 12. Mm, okay. So yeah, very busy. Um, <laughs> so what, um, what entrepreneurial adventures have your kids started and tell us a little bit about, you know, where the idea came from and, and what happened along the way? Are they doing any of these entrepreneurial journeys or, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh gosh. Yes. So I feel like in their blood, like in their genes runs this entrepreneurial spirit, right? So, so my husband, Ben started his business, right? When we, when we were married, we started a business together, right? When he graduated. Um, and so we've always run this business together. Um, but when I was kind of in the thick of childbearing, like lots of young kids at home and nursing, and, you know, I was trying to run the finances and the payroll and all of these things for the business, I got super overwhelmed. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't do, you've got to take me out of the day to the day of the business, or I'm going to just, you know, you're going to have to check me into the loony bin because it's <laughs> too much. Yep. Um, 
And so he did, and I, he got an accountant and a bookkeeper and all those things. And for a little while, I was fine just being the stay-at-home mom to my kids, and that was enough. Um, but I, I slowly started to, you know, the entrepreneur, the creative mind inside of me started to be like, I just, I need something that's just my own that, you know, I can just do in my spare time or to kind of unwind. And so I picked up this, um, the, the skill of, of vinyl lettering. So I used to peel all the vinyl, create the vinyl, peel it all, put it on the wood boards, right? And I would sell these wooden boards. So that was kind of my business, what I did. I had my whole workshop in the garage with all my wood cutting tools. I remember going to Lowe's and you know, they'd always be like, oh, are you, are you buying power tools for your husband? And I'd be like, nope, my husband won't go near these. These are for me. Right? So I had my little wood workshop in the garage. And then in, in the bonus room of our house, I would peel vinyl. My kid, my girls would always come in and want to help me. We'd paint the boards and put the vinyl on top of them. Right. And so they kind of grew up, you know, with a mom who was just constantly like working on things and like being really creative and they always wanted to help. And so eventually I started a business, which was a little boutique business where I would uh, bring together a whole lot of creative mamas and, and dads, but, but uh, handmade um, crafts. And we would put it together for a weekend and I called it a boutique and people would come and shop for the weekend and, and people would pay for a booth. These vendors would pay for booths. Um, and it was like kind of a collective effort, but I would run this, this kind of check stand and I would take a percentage of everybody's sales. And so that was my business. And my, my kids got really involved at that. In, at very young ages, they would come and they would help. And um, we had a kind of a scanner gun, you know, like you see at the stores. Yep. yep. Um, so every, but all the different crafters would have their own barcoded things. And even before that, actually, oh my gosh, before we had scanned barcodes, we would we had a, like a like a receipt book. And so everybody would put their initials on their tag. And so people would come check out and they'd have all these different crafts and you'd have to go through and you'd have to write the initial and the amount and what was sold. Oh gosh. And little receipt book. Oh, I forgot. This is how my kids got started helping me actually. And so we check out and you'd have all of these receipts. So at the end of these three days, this, you know, this three day sale, you'd have this receipt book that was just filled with initials and prices and descriptions of the things that were sold. And at the end, I would go through, I'd have to go through and separate them all out into the different vendors. Mm, and yeah. my kids got involved really early ages. They loved to roll the coins, right? And they'd love to go through and they'd read me off the initials and the prices and I'd you know, put them on the little spreadsheets that eventually would go out to the vendors. And it took a lot of time. We you know, and then as we, as we got a little bit more sophisticated, we got the scanner guns, scanner guns. everything a lot easier. And then everything was commute computerized, but my kids loved, they love coming to the boutique, right. And they love shopping, but in order to purchase things at the boutique, they'd have to put in their hours, right? So they'd love to scan the items. They'd help me bag them. They'd help customers out to the car. Um, so they got at a really early age. They, they kind of got this entrepreneurial fire. And as they, they, they got more, you know, kind of independent, they would pick things like my, my girls have made, um, 
lip glosses and they've made bath bombs and they've made scrunchies and they've made earrings and they've made all kinds of little crafts for the boutique. And so they'd get a booth mm. and they would, you know, get to create things. My girls still, they still to this day make Play-Doh for all the spring boutiques. They make uh, one of the most, honestly, the most um, lucrative or, or they've made the most money on they make orange play-doh at my house and they package it in kind of a cone wrapper and okay. put a, put the little curly ribbon on the top and it's play-doh. It's like a carrot play-doh. And they've made so much money from making play-doh and packaging it like a carrot. Like a carrot. Mm -hmm. That yeah, is, it's like, like, right. It's just, it's the same product that you would get in a plastic tub. Totally, but it's cute. But right? it's cute, like, right? And and people buy that, and um, they they do like we've made pine cones this year. They've made table runners. My girls now like they learn to sew because they make they've made these table runners. We've made these towel bags that are really cool. Um, it, and yeah, they've learned so many skills. They've learned how to sew. They've learned how to you know, do market research. They've learned how to package things. Well, they've learned how to price things. They've learned, you know, how to, how to write descriptions for things. Um, so they've learned so much and my boys as well. So my oldest is 17. He's made bow and arrows out of like, wow. uh, out, out of like flex pipe. He's made those marshmallow shooters. Right. And, and he's, <laughs> he's learned how to package it. Like, you know, a little, a, a little yep. package of marshmallows with his gun that, uh, he's made out of plexi pipe and then, um, spray painted in different colors and like, they've learned so much. So we live in Idaho where Boise state is, is real big. Right. And okay. so they've learned that like, if they spray paint the marshmallow shooters, Boise state colors, like those ones sell better than others. Right. And so they've just, they, they've over the years, they've just through this boutique period of my life, they learned all these really cool things about entrepreneurship. And we always let them, you know, use their own money to purchase the supplies. And then, you know, they have to pay their booth fees and they have to, you know, and they have to just figure out what to do if they don't sell. So right. it's been really interesting as the organizer of those boutiques to see mom's or parents um, tr do different things with their kids, right? So like it, it always breaks my heart when a kid vendor has like created all of these things and at the end they have to come pick them all up. They haven't sold, right? Right, but they haven't like, sold. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard. Like part of me just wants to buy it all up and just right. Like, okay, like that was a big effort. But I've also learned that those are great lessons. Lessons. Those kids to learn, like maybe they priced them too high or maybe they didn't, you know, use the right colors or they get to learn those lessons, but they've also got, get to learn, like, what do you do now? You've got all this inventory. Like, do you have a sale in front of your house, like a lemonade sale or, yep. you know, email people and like, you know, tell them about these, these Christmas gifts. Oh, many years we've used just leftover inventory that we have from the boutiques and we've given them out as neighbor gifts. So like well, we've already made these great neighbor gifts and you know, we haven't been able to sell them. So we give them to people who we know would enjoy them. Right. So there's all kinds of lessons that you can learn, just allowing them to actually learn the lessons that come with entrepreneurship. I love that. That, that reminds me of a story of, do you remember when duct tape, was so popular and making the 
um, flower pens out of duct tape. Yes. Oh, wow. so, many, many flower pens. Okay. Okay. So my, my oldest daughter has her sugar cookie. It started out as a cupcake business and she still does cupcakes, but it's primarily morphed into a sugar cookie business. And I think my, my middle daughter was like, you know what, I'm going to start a business. And I'm like, okay, what's that going to be? So she did the, she sold the pens with the duct tape hours of doing those pens with the flowers and then, you know, selling them for a dollar, a dollar 50. But, oh my gosh, we had, we had a a huge box of duct tape in our basement for years because she had to buy all the colors and, but you're right. It's a great lesson for them to learn. So I should have said to her, like, what are we going to do with this duct tape? It's all left over. We've spent the money. Like, how do you unload that duct tape and still get some sort of profit back, you know, re, you know, you might have a loss or so it, it's those lessons that they will carry on, you know, for the rest of their lives. Such quite great frankly. Lessons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even in my business today, my kids aren't quite as involved. I always like find the little things for them to do, like, you know, go through email addresses or things like that. Right. But they they get to learn the lessons of entrepreneurship. They get to see when things don't work out the way that I had planned, or they get to see, you know, when this big launch that I have these big goals, right. And I didn't quite meet them. Or if I do meet them, right. Yeah. They get to see how, how mom handles, you know, disappointment or, or, or celebration or whatever. And so I think that it's really important, no matter what you're doing in entrepreneurship or otherwise, that you allow your kids in for the opportunity to like learn all of these skills because they're going to need them. Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. To help them through anything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as a busy mom and, and wife and business owner, like how do you keep it all together? great question yeah uh i mean some days are better than others always uh but i think here's my real secret about motherhood right i think there's blessings in everything so my kids are very independent and they've learned how to do a lot of things on their own with confidence and i say that that came out of a lot of mistakes and lack that I had personally, because I wasn't that mom that doted over the kids. Like I wasn't the one who always remembered the snacks and the towels to the pool. And the, I mean, I barely got myself and them there. And if I got everybody home alive, I was like, it's been a good day, right? (laughs) If they were going to need a towel to dry off or if they were snacks or something, they kind of at a really young age had to do it themselves. And so I always laugh. I'm like, my kids are pretty independent and they're pretty self-sufficient and they're pretty confident about trying new things because I just, I wasn't that mom that had it all together all the time. So, I mean, you just got to find the blessings in, in whatever stage or, or, or way of life that you, you choose. So I love that. I totally love that. I mean, we could go on and on, but um, since, you know, 2020 is wrapping up, you know, very quickly. What um, exciting projects do you have coming up that you would like to share with us? Yeah, well, I'm really excited about this new project I'm working on. It's called The Vault. 
And um, inside of this vault is going to be interviews with really incredibly successful entrepreneurs and their spouses. So sometimes they work together in the business, but sometimes it's um, the, the wife who's been really successful and the husband who's support, either supported the business or, or had the regular nine to five, right? Or vice versa, where the husband's been really successful and the wife is supported or had the nine to five or whatever. Um, but it, but whatever the the scenario is, there's always these incredible lessons that I think um, people have learned as they have have strengthened their marriage, built their family, and created these successful businesses. So um, uh, I, I'm really excited to uh, release these exclusive interviews inside of a vault. Um, because you can get access to some of them on my podcast, but the difference when you're listening to the podcast versus when you're seeing them in their living room, talking together, you get to see their eye contact, you get to see, you know, their mannerisms, how they look at each other. It's just really, really, really endearing. I've loved watching these videos back at preparing them for the vault, but you're also getting trainings from me. You're getting book reviews. You're getting all kinds of really cool things inside of the vault. And so it's a, for a very, very, very low monthly membership. You're going to get all of these things inside of what I'm calling on the brighter side vault. Ah, I love that. That sounds exciting. I can't wait for that to, to be released. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and, and pouring into us and, and sharing your story with us. How can people connect with you? Um, is it easiest through your podcast or do you have a website? Yes, probably the website is easiest. You can find all the different locations to find me from there. And that's just www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com. And uh, this has been really, really fun. I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, the lessons that can be learned from these young entrepreneurs that will serve them in their life are really invaluable. So I'm really glad that you're doing this. Thank you, Monica, for coming back on and wrapping up 2020. You're not going to want to miss next week's show as we ring in the new year with my daughter, Lakin Wilson from Cake and Bake Goods. As we sit down and she shares with us how 2020 has been a blessing in disguise. This episode has been supported by the One Funnel Away Challenge. So make sure you click the link in the show notes to find out more about the One Funnel Away Challenge and how it can increase your presence online, ramp up your marketing strategies, and receive coaching from experts in the field. I truly, truly wouldn't be here without that course. It really started it all. It switched my mindset up, and I love where I am because of that course. So all this, and you can do it with your child or teenpreneur. They love doing these kind of things and learning and growing. So check that out in the show notes. And everybody, until next week, have a happy new year, a safe holiday, and we will see you next week. This is Katrina Wilson, your host from the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Take care.